Hey folks, how is everything? So today we're going to go over the third episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. Spoiler alert, we will be going over everything in that episode that I thought was pretty cool. I won't go into depth or detail about the places or um the characters or anything like that just because i don't have all that knowledge yet but i just wanted to you know while it's still fresh in my brain just go over how cool it was and what i thought and uh yeah i mean these episodes are freaking awesome they just keep on getting better and better just like uh wandavision it started kind of slow but then it just got better and better and the story kept unfolding and things blew my mind so with the falcon and winter soldier i thought wow this kind of reminds me of captain america winter soldier or captain america civil war but without captain america so uh they kind of give an opening scene in this episode with the commercial global repatriation council which they shorten it for grc and I thought that was pretty cool, too, because uh, they basically have this new form of police, I'm guessing, from the U.S. government or from the uh, Sokovia Accords that gave all the governments the uh, power to create this little little uh, department, which can go anywhere in the world and reprimand whoever they need to in the name of justice. So that's where the uh, fake captain america comes from reset rebuild restore which they are playing on the whole blip thing and they want to let people know that they are on their side and that they're just trying to figure things out with the other people but they just have more of authoritative figure so that was nice how it wasn't just the u.s government that instilled the new captain america but it was kind of like uh you know those weird guys so um <clears throat> in this episode also they also talked about uh or showed more flag smashers and how humane they are in a way in the uh in this episode early on um i thought that was pretty cool these people were basically refugees and they had a hard life and they talked about the uh the struggles and what they thought they were going to do they also obviously went to get Zemo which was the bad guy in Avengers 2 wait no I'm sorry he was the bad guy because of Avengers 2 he was the bad guy in Captain America Civil War so I thought that was a pretty uh, cool callback for bringing this guy back because he was a great bad guy he was very smart and sophisticated in the comics he is like he reminds me of dr doom but without the metal and the powers in the robotic voice uh i think uh well i don't think they're from the same place but in the mcu they might be from the same place because akovia was destroyed because it was lifted in the air in avengers 2 and then that's where zemo's family was and that's why they got killed and he wanted revenge on all super people so anyways so they got zemo out of jail surprisingly easy which blew my mind um 
and you also find out that he was a baron which i guess means royalty he says or he explains that he was royalty before he became a bad guy and he had all the money ever so he has like a private jet he has a car that takes him everywhere and cool stuff like that but they find the scientist who recreated the super soldier serum and basically he took uh from the u.s government which gave it to him actually he took the blood samples of isaiah the african-american captain america and he replicated it and synthesized it and he made like 20 doses and of course uh, the flag smashers took some of it and they took the rest of the vials that they did not inject into themselves and then this doctor blipped but then when he came back his work was gone so he had nothing until this bad guy came along and he was like i will give you all of the money you need which in this episode is named the power broker so anyways the power broker is kind of like some gangster kind of guy but uh before that you also meet some you have uh zemo bucky and uh sam go to this place called magic magic something magipore or madripore yeah madripore and uh, it reminds me of like blade runner kind of thing or like thailand in the streets they have like a they have like the the low end and the high end for like the rich corrupt or the lowly corrupt people. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, they do like a whole bar fight thing. That's comedic relief. They had Bucky pretend to be the Winter Soldier again, just so that they can get a meeting with one of these, uh, of course, gangster folks. Um, other than that, they were saved though by Sharon Carter. She lives in Madripoor because she can't go back to the States still. It's funny, like, you would think everyone who was bad in Civil War and then in Avengers Endgame that saved everyone would be, uh, I guess, pardoned, like Bucky was pardoned. But Sharon, for helping Bucky and Cap in Captain America Civil War, she still can't go back home to the States and she still can't see her family and she talks about that extensively in the show or in the episode so that's where sam says i will fight to get you that pass to come back home and everything like that so but yeah we'll see um then after they find the guy the scientist zemo because he's zemo he hates super people and he hates people who enable super people or create super people just randomly shoots him excuse me he shoots him after there was a whole commotion outside of course um another thing is is that like every bad guy or hitman in madripoor were looking for these folks like they have a hit on them just so that they can have some trouble going on so of course you get a bunch of uh assassins looking for them and then someone shot a rocket into the lab which destroyed all of the work for the super soldier serum so now they know who uh, the leader of the sma- the Flag Smashers are, and they know where they're going and who they're doing it for, which was that British lady with the curly hair. I totally forgot her name. Sorry. 
but you'll know who it is when you watch the show. And I guess her mother had passed away, so that's why she was kind of upset with that, that there was no one to help them or give them food or medicine when they're in a huge refugee kind of center. Um, other than that, another weird thing is like a Sharon goes to her car. She's also kind of rich in Madripoor. She sells fake art or some things like that. And uh, she tells her driver at the time, like, we have some problems and I'll tell you in the car. So I'm like, well, what does that mean then? So maybe something to keep on the... Uh, to keep on the side for the whole story arc buildup. Um, oh yeah, so the girl with the red curly hair is named Carly. So, and the person that she mourns for that she really wanted to like get medicine for and everything like that was called Mama Danya. So most likely someone who treated her like their own. Um, so then after the whole. Uh, debacle so then the flag smashes you see them talking more about like how hard it was and they are watching this guarded area then later on at the end of the episode you find out that it was a center where they would keep food water medicine and things like that to give out to people and uh you hear the guy cursing at the Flag Smashers and she told the guys like you had these things for many months and you never distributed it to anyone who needed it now. So we're going to do your job for you. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of like a whole Robin Hood-esque feeling going on. But then uh, in the end, she's like, put your seatbelt on. Like, do it now. And then the whole place blows up. And... Her partner's like, but there were people in there. She's like, they would have done the same to us. And then it ends. And I'm like, whoa. So these are like bad guys now, huh? And I was like, yeah, no, they're just bad people. You know, it's like uh, I got that whole feeling again in Captain America Winter Soldier when Captain America saw the whole like air destroyers whatever carriers that um shield was building <clears throat> excuse me and captain america was like this is not freedom this is fear you know if you guys are starting first before anything even happens that makes you the bad guy so in this case instead of just tying up those people leaving them there this lady carly she just blows the whole place up and then they kind of look even worse like why would you in my opinion like why would you do that why would you bring attention to yourselves why would you kill people it's like are you sending a message or you're just making the target bigger on your back so but then in the end of this episode which was pretty cool they uh they go to somewhere in europe i want to say but of course uh they uh, where was it? They go into this area, Sam and Zemo, and then uh, Bucky was like, I'm going to go take a walk. I'll be back. So then when uh, Bucky, he uh, he goes for a walk. Yeah, now I remember. So he goes for a walk, and then he keeps picking up these weird little, like, spheres that keep beeping. 
So I'm like, all right, this has to do with some kind of technology or technological stuff. So who isn't? I mean, could it be someone from Iron Man's like department or who else would be doing a tech? And then I was like, oh, it could be the Hulk maybe, but no. Then he goes into this alleyway and then he turns around. He's like, you dropped something. And then Bucky turns around and it's one of uh, the Wakandan Secret Service ladies that are bald. And they're basically like, we're here for Zemo. And I'm like, oh, snap. Now I guess Wakanda wants Zemo <clears throat> for something he's done or they want to make sure Zemo stays in jail and they don't know the whole story with Bucky and Sam or they might help them out or they might keep an eye on Zemo. Who knows? But it would have been like, think about it. It would have been awesome if, I mean, Chadwick Boseman, rest his soul, if he was alive, he'd probably do a couple of episodes in this show too just to, you know, why not help out? Because, you know, next in line besides, uh, what's his name? Besides Bucky would most likely be, I mean, Sam, but also uh, T'Challa is also all like basically a super soldier too because he took a ancient flower and he has an armor. So he's kind of like Iron Man and Captain, the same thing. But um, also another thing that I noticed is that like Bucky on the plane with Zemo and Sam in the beginning of the episode was still going back and forth about the shield because Sam was talking about like how the image and the shield and the representation of Captain America kind of dwindled because of what it represented and because of Isaiah. And then uh, Bucky's like, I don't know or I don't care right now. What I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to take the shield back for myself. And I'm thinking, all right, oh, shit. So... Bucky's gonna hold on to the shield and be Captain America. I remember reading in earlier before the whole show started that the reason why Bucky didn't take the shield from Sam at the end of Avengers Endgame was because Bucky still didn't trust himself in his mind because of what Hydra did to him. So, but then again, uh, when he meets Zemo, Zemo, the first thing Zemo says are those activation words. And Bucky was like, mm, no, those don't work on me now, but thanks. So, but yeah, um, that's my breakdown of the episode. It was nice to know that Zemo had a bigger role to play in like his backstory a little bit more uh, in his resources. He was incredibly resourceful and very smart. Uh, and again, Sam and... Bucky, the back and forth thing just reminds me of uh, good uh, buddy cop shows that Mel Gibson won and Donald Glover won. Rush, uh, no, not Rush Hour. Yeah, but that one's also a good one too. But I think it's called Lethal Weapon. Yeah, back in the day. Those were great. All those movies. I might even watch them again just because why not? Feel nostalgic. Last time I saw them, I was a kid. So. But yeah, um, please like and subscribe to this podcast and also like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, More From Moose, all one word. I'm trying to figure out now why they are not letting me monetize my YouTube channel. And of course, YouTube AdSense has no customer service, 
contact phone number or contact email. So I'm just going to try and work on that. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Peace.